Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Well, good morning on yet another balmy December Saturday. Who would have thought it's Brenda Alacy indeed with you on another edition, a live edition of Slice of Life. Happy to uh, carve out another show with you and Uh, I'll tell you, slice is an appropriate word to use today because in our first segment, we'll talk with Scott Hanlon. Scott is the owner of Laporta's Pizzeria on West Klein Road in Williamsville. And then a little later in the show, the food fun talk continues. Arjuri Galanis will join us. Arjuri is the daughter of Louis Galanis, and he is the namesake of Louis Texas Red Hots, uh, really an institution in Western New York, several locations around Erie and Niagara County. And we'll talk to Arjuri, who works at Louis and handles all of the marketing for her restaurant, her father's restaurant that's been around for a long time. And uh, two of the favorites for me, both Laporta's and Louis, a couple of L's with good food. And without further ado, it is a pleasure to welcome for the first time on Slice of Life, Scott Hanlon, owner of Laporta's. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. How are you? Good, thanks. Nice to have you on board. Are you having pizza for breakfast? No, unfortunately, no. Brand Flakes, <laughs> it's my normal. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, the healthy route. Well, there's nothing like cold pizza for breakfast, if you ask me, and I, uh, I only indulge every now and then, but... Uh, good thing to do. But I have to tell you, Scott, I've um, been living in Williamsville for a long time, and uh, I only tried Laporta's for the first time a few weeks ago, and I absolutely loved it. My husband and I had a pizza uh, for the Bills game. You know, it's such a kind of Buffalo thing to do, sit down, enjoy a Bills game, and especially now with a good Bills team, and enjoy a, a delicious pizza. So ran up to uh, your convenient location. You're right at uh, 485 West Klein Road. Folks, if you're popping that into your uh, your phone, 485 West Klein Road uh, in Williamsville. It's in the same plaza as Dash's, so Hopkins and Klein in that plaza. And, Scott, the pizza was delicious. So you talk about uh, pizza made the old-fashioned way, right? What do you mean by that? Um, well, everything's made fresh. Um, what we do is when somebody orders, for example, large cheese and pepperoni, we take a dough out of a dough tray, we pound it out, we dress it, we put it in the oven. Nothing sits around on a tray or um, a screen or anything like that. It doesn't sit around all day. It's made fresh. And you can definitely taste the difference, right? And you use high-quality ingredients, uh, cheese, obviously the dough. And how would you describe your sauce, Scott? Is it more on the sweet side or, or more with a little spice to it? Um, I, I think it's in the middle of both of those. It's not sweet. Um, it doesn't, it's not real spicy. Um, it's just, it's got a very good flavor to it. Um, it's not, you know, either one of those. Yeah, you do have a good balance with it. I noticed that right away. I'm a real sauce kind of sewer and I, I love sauce. Um, you know, being a full bread Italian, <laughs> eating a lot of <laughs> sauce in my day. Uh, so that's a big part of the uh, good pizza. And I was reading, uh, I was tooling around on your website this morning and I read a review uh, about your pizza, and somebody specifically mentioned the sauce. So it's something that people notice and uh, comment on. And boy, you've gotten a lot of nice reviews at LaportasPizza.com. And the one thing that strikes me too is that in a very crowded category, you know, let's face it, Scott, there seems to be a pizzeria on every corner in Western New York. I think you stand out because of the breadth of your menu too. It's not just pizza. 
and if you look at the gallery, it's really mouthwatering. You have so many other items on your menu. How did you decide uh, what to add or what to keep when you acquired the business? Um, well, it was pretty simple because almost everything on there sells. Um, I don't think I really got rid of much of anything um, when I took over. So it was it was a pretty simple uh, transition to just leave everything the way that it was. You know, everything, you know, sells well, and we feel that we do a good job at putting out a good product. Um, so that was a very simple uh, <clears throat> decision to make. Right, right. It's kind of the old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're right. talking with Scott Hanlon. He is the owner of Laporta's Pizzeria on West Klein Road. And you, uh, you mo- you'll start hearing his commercials. You may have heard his commercials on Star 102.5 as well. And uh, Scott, you know, we can take phone calls too. And our producer Jim is back at the station. I'm working remotely just uh, a couple of miles away from you in Williamsville. Uh, it's amazing the technology we have to technology to, to broadcast from home. But here we are. And the phone lines are open at 803-1520. If you ever wanted to talk to the owner of a pizzeria, find out their secrets, 803-1520. Scott, uh, I want to get into how you got into the business uh, uh, how did you learn about pizza? When did you acquire Laporta as, as the owner? Um, well, I started in the business about 37 years ago um, as a dishwasher and have worked in three different ones, mostly for Laporta's Pizzeria for 26 years. I've been with uh, the company, and um, I acquired it in April, the third week of April. <clears throat> so you're talking April of this year, this most unusual year, right? Yes, absolutely. So, Scott, I, I have to ask you, here we are in this pandemic, and April was, you know, just the, the very beginnings of it for most of us when it all seemed to really hit at once. What was it like for you to acquire this business in the middle of the, the COVID pandemic? Uh, well, you know, we've been very lucky because we've been one of the few businesses um, that have been allowed to operate ever since the pandemic started. And um, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of sit-down restaurants in the area have closed or they're only doing, you know, certain hours and stuff. And, and um, <clears throat> that's, that's unfortunate for them. I wish that they were back in business. To tell you the truth, I wish everybody was back to work and this thing was over with. Um, but we, we got pretty lucky being a takeout uh, business. So we were allowed to remain open and it's, it's been pretty good for us. So, um, unfortunately people aren't working, but we've, we've been able to work and I'm blessed and, you know, thank God every day that, uh, I'm able to work. Yes. Yes. I feel that way too, Scott. It's, uh, so it's been tough for so many people and it, uh, challenges that we never could have anticipated this year. Uh, but you're right. I think that having a, a takeout based business makes a lot of sense. Now in normal times, people can sit inside and eat though, too, if they choose to, right? Yes, yes. As soon as this is over, the dining room will be opened again. Right. What was it like, you know, when people were allowed to come in and sit? Uh, were they compliant about wearing masks and sitting six feet apart and, you know, uh, having good hand hygiene and all that? Did you have any issues with people? Well, we never really opened up the restaurant, uh, the sit-down portion of it, as soon as this started because the regulations are so strict and we don't have that big square footage for the sit-down so people are too close together as it is Mm -hmm. um we we have capacity for 36 people and 
the uh, rules and regulations allow us to have 12 at a time, and we just figured it just really wasn't worth it to open it up because of all the things you have to do. You have to clean everything before they come in, after they come in. You have to wipe, you know, the table, the salt and pepper shakers, you know, all the handles. you got to wipe the bathroom down every time somebody uses it. It just it, it seems like a lot, um, a lot more work than what the reward would be. So I just right. kept it closed because it was just too many regulations. Um, you know, I just didn't want to have to risk anything going wrong because of, um, you know, something like that, you know, Absolutely. people maybe not complying with it, you know? No, so. that makes perfect sense. And, and you're already built for takeout. So in that sense, it really, uh, you know, why, why try to change anything that's already working? Right, right. Yeah. We've been very lucky in the takeout aspect of it. And it is probably 90% of our, our business anyway. So. Right. It's nice to be able to pull up and, you know, and there's plenty of parking around your place, too. And uh, I always make a point of supporting locally owned businesses. And when it comes to the pizza business, uh, Scott, you know, as I said, it seems like there's so much competition in your category of business. And obviously you do much more than just pizza, but your name is Laporta's Pizzeria. So that's the first thing you think of. What do, you know, other than making everything homemade, how do you compete against the folks, the national chains, for instance, uh, that have huge advertising budgets, corporate budgets? How do you, how do you separate yourself from them in that sense? Well, I think um, people appreciate, um, for lack of a better term, like a mom and pop run organization. Um, we're a lot more friendlier. We're, you know, people walk in, I know people that walk in and, they like the, the friendly service. They like the quality of the food. You know, we do everything pretty much um, <clears throat> fresh, you know, whether it's a salad or subs or something like that. Not everything comes in a box and, you know, is uh, sealed and you pull it out and there's your salami for the day. You know what I mean? We cut the meat daily. <laughs> right. We do all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's not a corporate type of thing. I think things are, you know, not sitting in a warehouse for so long. Everything's done fresher and I, I honestly think people really like the fact that you'll know their name or um you you know when they come in how may i help you you set the food on the counter instead of throw it on there and you know i've, I've gone to places where they kind of you know it feels like they throw the food on the counter and they're like twenty dollars and like there's no personality whatsoever i think we have a um a wonderful staff that has a great personality and I think people really appreciate the, the fact that they're taken care of in that fashion. Talking with Scott Hanlon from Laporta's Pizzeria, who took over the business just a few months ago. And uh, the Laporta's Pizzeria, I'm happy to report, is busy and doing well. It's located at 485 uh, Klein, West Klein Road in Williamsville in the uh, Dashes Plaza. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Scott, because I think that uh, because of the pandemic, people are even more aware of how important it is to support those mom and pop businesses. And I hear that week in and week out on both this show and I also co-host a political show on Sunday on WBEN called Hardline. Uh, and as you know, I work in sales uh, the rest of the time. So I talked to many, many business owners uh, who may employ 10 people or who may employ, you know, thousands of people. But there is, I think, a real concerted effort for folks to support the locals um, in the pandemic, if there's anything good about it. I think has highlighted how Western New York has so many great local businesses. Do you agree that it is the lifeblood of this uh, this economic community, the the small businesses? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think there's a lot of trust in smaller businesses than there is in bigger corporations for most people. Because, again, I reiterate, I think the fact they feel that they're taken care of better, you know, um, by the smaller businesses, that they take the time to, to go through the detail, you know, to get everything done the right way, where corporations, let's say, just, you know, kind of just throw it out there. Right, right. And let's face it, you employ people, too. I mean, you, you're not only, you know, slinging pizzas and a lot of other things. You're, you're giving people an income. How many folks do you employ at Laporta's? Um, right now we have uh, 17 total. Really? Yeah. Well, I think people might be surprised to think, you know, relatively a small footprint, but yet there you are employing 17 people. So, uh, again, it just points to, uh, the, the power of, of small business. Now I want to talk before our time is up, Scott, about some of the, the, uh, items that are most popular, uh, obviously pizza, but you also do a fish fry too, right? Another kind of Buffalo yeah. iconic, uh, <laughs> dish that we always enjoy week in and week out. Yep, absolutely. We do it every day. We don't just uh, do it on Fridays, uh, so it's available every day. Um, it's a huge piece of fish, and everybody that has that I've known that has had it has said it's it's fantastic. Um, I'm not a fish fry person myself. I'm a, I'm a wing person, but um, <laughs> I you know it's it's fantastic. It comes with coleslaw, fries, you know, tartar sauce, um, and and it's it's really really good. And then, uh, I, again, as I was reading the reviews, somebody said that they drive from Kenmore to Williamsville because they're so crazy about the calzones that you put out was the best one this person had ever eaten. Uh, again, is that because of the freshness and the, the type of quality ingredients you use? Um, well, first of all, God bless them for coming that far. I appreciate that. Um, and, yeah, we like I said, we make everything fresh. And the calzones, in my opinion, are the best thing on the menu for the price because... They're made, the hand-eye coordination isn't always, you know, fantastic when it comes to the pizza making, people making them. So we make them big. You know, we make them real big. And uh, mm-hmm. we fill them full of stuff. And they're just, I think for the amount that you get, it is the best thing on the menu to, to get is the calzones. Um, because there's no, um, you know, like a pizza is 16 inches in diameter, you stretch it out to be that. When the calzone doesn't have a, a certain diameter, we don't measure it out. It's just lay it on there, you put the ingredients in, and you, you make it into a little pot, and you throw it in the oven, and sometimes they're, you know, a lot of times they're big. I have them make them big. Um, Pat, the previous owner, told me, make the calzones big. People love them that way. So in, in my opinion, they are the best thing on the menu. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm thinking tomorrow night the Bills game, you know, the Bills are in prime time again against the Steelers, and that might make a nice uh, dinner. Maybe the my husband and I could share one, it sounds, if it's that big. Uh, we'll par- argue over the ingredients, though, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, Scott. And speaking of pizza and dough, uh, do you guys, like, literally throw the, the dough up in the air like you see on TV? Um, You're I mean, flinging it up that. into the ceiling? Yeah, we, we hand toss it, so we, we definitely have it up there. We can throw it up in the air. Um, we just have to step back a little bit so we don't knock out the light that's over the, the pounding table. But <laughs> um, otherwise, you know, otherwise, yeah, we can do that. We do that's it by great. request. Oh, I love it. That, that's truly like a, a real pizza joint. Uh, have you had any mishaps? Any of it end up in the light? Um, not necessarily. We used to have a fan over there, and then that was a nightmare at certain times, but we got rid <laughs> of that ceiling fan. Nice. Scott, uh, as we wrap, uh, please tell uh, our listeners uh, how they can reach you, What's the what are your hours, and uh, let's reiterate what the address is again. 
Okay. Well, we're located at 485 West Klein in Williamsville. Uh, the phone number is 716-688-7740. Uh, Monday through Thursday, we are open from 2 until 10. Um, Sundays, 12 till 10. And or I'm sorry, Friday through Sunday, 12 till 10. Those are our hours for now. As soon as COVID ends, we'll be opening up for lunches. Um, so hopefully that'll be ending uh, pretty soon. But up until then, unfortunately, we're not open for lunch. Gotcha. Well, good hours and easy to find. Uh, plenty of free parking and uh, a, a menu that you can't imagine. There's so much more than just pizza on the menu. And now I'm, I'm jonesing for a calzone. So well, <laughs> I'll be over soon. Scott Hanlon, best Excellent. of luck to you. Continued success at Laporta's. And thank you so much for joining us this morning on Slice of Life. Oh, <laughs> uh, It was my honor. Thanks for having me. You bet. And uh, the food talk continues. We're going to switch gears and talk to another iconic restaurant in Buffalo, Louis Texas Red Hots with Arjuri Galanis, right after this. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. And indeed, thank you for joining us this Saturday morning. And if you missed any of the uh, content, it's always available on our podcast immediately after the show. Our producer, our crack producer, Jim Stelliano, puts it right up there so you can listen to uh, all archived shows at radio.com. A lot of good stuff on there because we talk to people from all walks of life. But today, there's a lot of food for thought because we talked with Scott Hanlon from Laportis in the first segment. And now it's a pleasure to talk to Arjuri Galanis from Louis, Texas Red Hots. Now, Arjuri, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. And I appreciate you taking the time on a Saturday morning uh, to talk about Louis, which has been around for more than a half century. Now, obviously, Arjuri, you haven't been working at Louis that long, <laughs> but uh, probably no, feels like no. it some days. <laughs> I grew up, of course, working at the restaurant, and then I moved to New York City for 25 years. And then I came back a couple years ago to get back into the business. So how has it changed? What's it been like for you now, not only after coming back after being in the Big Apple all those years, but now here you are in the midst of a pandemic. What has life been like for you and uh, and your family running the, the locations at Louis? Well... A lot hasn't changed for us. We're still working every day. You know, a lot of people are home and kind of losing their minds. So that hasn't changed for us. It has been very difficult for our larger restaurants because you can't eat inside anymore. So it has been pretty rough. Um, I work at the Webster Street location, and we've always been a very tiny store, so it's been mostly takeout for us. But, um, you know, right now we do have, you know, Grubhub and DoorDash and curbside available. So we are getting a lot of takeout, but I will say it has affected the bigger restaurants. It's, yeah, it has not been easy. No, it certainly has been a challenge for everybody, uh, Arjun. And fortunately, you have delicious food at affordable prices. Uh, I want to delve into your menu a little bit. Of course, you think of the, the classic hot dog, and it's in the name, Louis Texas Red Hots. Uh, but you offer so many more menu items as well. What are some of your other top sellers? Yeah, so we have really delicious souvlaki and it's at a great price and we have a full breakfast we've got wraps steak sandwiches some of the locations have homemade soups we have spinach pie if people like the does. we have homemade desserts so yeah we have a lot of different options it's not just the sauce and another thing that a lot of people do is they put the sauce on everything i used to yes. actually 
freeze my sauce, take it back to New York City, and have sauce parties for my friends in New York. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were, they became loyalists too, huh? You, you, you sold them on the sauce. Well, as your commercial oh, yes. states, <laughs> and who can blame them? Yeah. As your commercial states, uh, sauce it. I love the commercial, the way it's at the end, sauce it. And uh, I've, I've been to Louis. I'm a, a, my favorite meal of the day is breakfast. I love having breakfast. So I would always ask to have some sauce on the eggs too. And it does, you know, you're right. It goes well with everything. Uh, Ernst, let's talk a little about your locations. Now you mentioned that you're at the Webster street location. So obviously you're in Niagara County, uh, on in North Tonawanda, where else are you located throughout Western New York? So we have stores at Harlem road and mineral Springs. We have a location at Delaware and hurdle. We have another location at transit near Lawson. Southwestern is right behind the Bill Stadium. Bailey near the 33 and Elmwood near Forest. So really we well situated well situated because there's so you know good good geographic uh, diversity there. It doesn't matter where you're at. And the thing that always got me about Louis too, you know, it seemed like you'd see one in a lot of key locations as we said. But you could go virtually any time of day. So if you wanted to have breakfast at uh, the traditional morning hours, or if perhaps you had a little too much uh, to indulge in and you wanted to have something at 3 in the morning, you could uh, have some comfort food. Was that a big yes. part of your business, you know, the, the fact that people could eat any time of day or night? Yes. And as, like, time has gone on, even in New York City, things were starting to close up early. You know, we really saw a change, I think, obviously, with everyone online now, and um, the bar scenes are a little bit different. But, yes, we're still open. You know, obviously, right now, during the pandemic, the hours are different, and you can check out the hours on our website. But, yes, Southwestern, Bailey, Delaware, they're open very late, and, and Southwestern was still open 24 hours. So, I mean, it is great to have a place to go after midnight. Oh, definitely, definitely. And the website, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, it is really well done. The food, you know, you start to salivate looking at it. Great to see a picture of your handsome uh, dad, very dapper as usual, right on the, the homepage. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> and yes, and yes. it's, you know, a big deal because I want you to just mention quickly before we have to go about the mission, the vision, and the values of Louis Texas Red Hots. Well, you know, so many places are frozen and receded and everything. We are still made to order. We always have been. And our prices are the best in town. They really are. And we've kept them. My father's always made sure we kept the hot dog very well. And we don't charge for the sauce on the hot dog where some places do that. And that is what we are known for. And it's very well made and it's delicious because I pretty much eat it every day. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. There's a lot of big diners and um, our prices are just fantastic and our food really is delicious. And yes, like the breakfast sandwiches are one of my favorites actually as well. So I'm a big breakfast person too. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Well, we'll have to uh, break bread one of these days when we can sit and look at each other and not be masked up. And hopefully that's sooner Uh, than later. Arjuri Galanis. I know. Stay safe, my friend. Louis Texas Red Hots. Uh, take a peek at their website at uh, louistexasredhots.com. You'll see the, the wide menu, the affordable prices. And again, one of those true Buffalo restaurants that's been around for more than 50 years. A salute to you, Louis, and your sisters, Arjuri. Stay safe and well. And thanks to everybody for listening 
to this edition of Slice of Life. We'll see you next Saturday right here on ESPN 1520. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.